Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast, powered by our good friends at VoterHeads.com. Well, this week, we're going to look at two big issues that will affect everyone in this country. We're going to start with net neutrality and then move on to the GOP tax plan. Both are hot button issues. And in different ways, they are definitely going to impact all of us. But first, let's talk about issues. You know, issues, more often than not, that we notice on a national level all begin on a local level. And that's where VoterHeads.com can really help you track those issues, okay? So let's take, for instance, taxes. As I just said, we're going to do a deep dive into the tax plan that GOP is launching this week. Now, how is it going to affect you on a local basis? Voterheads.com can track it for you. They can show you on a city, on a county, on a state level how taxes are going to be lower, higher, what's going to affect them. All of the gestalt around the tax issues can be broken down for you by the folks at Voterhead.com. Now, this is a free opportunity, folks. You can track taxes, as I just said. You can certainly tax, track gun uh, control. You can do things like school issues, okay? All of them are important to you, but they're also easily broken down and easily followed by Voterheads.com that gives you the data so that you can find out if you're a for something or against something, or if something is going to help you or hurt you, all on a local basis, almost all in real time, all done by the folks at VoterHeads.com, where they say that they want to make democracy easy for everyone, and believe me, they certainly do. So give it a shot. Go to VoterHeads.com. That's VoterHeads.com. Check out the issues. Let them deliver to you the information, and by all means, stay informed, okay? Let's get some background on net neutrality from our friends at CBS this morning. A vote is scheduled in Washington today on a government rule change that could affect how you use your favorite websites. Obama-era rules on net neutrality stop providers like AT&T and Verizon from playing favorites and charging more for faster access. Juliana Goldman is outside the FCC in Washington, which will likely vote today. Juliana, good morning. Good morning. More than a recent survey found that more than 80% of Americans support net neutrality rules. Now, protesters have been gathering here ahead of today's vote. Some want a delay, others want Congress to intervene. Uh, but no matter, they say that their fight is not over. Net neutrality has long been a hot-button issue, but with its repeal now all but certain, supporters from celebrities like Alyssa Milano, Cher, and Mark Ruffalo to tech companies like Twitter, Netflix, and Vimeo are up in arms. High-quality streaming for companies that can afford it. They're arguing that the freedom of the Internet is at stake. The Obama-era rules prevent Internet service providers like AT&T and Verizon from treating websites differently and charging more money to reach their customers. Online, you can say what you want. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro wants to keep the rules in place. Without it, then big companies can decide what content you're going to get at a certain speed and what content you're going to get, say, at a slower speed. 
He and 17 other attorneys general have asked the FCC to delay the vote, in part because they say the comment period was hijacked by millions of fake submissions using names of real people. They stole their voice in our American democracy, and I'm not going to stand for that. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai, who was appointed by President Trump, says the criticism is overblown. I'm threatening our democracy? Really? Since he announced the new plan last month, he says he and his wife have received threatening calls, even ethnic slurs on Twitter. These comments are utterly absurd. Getting rid of government authority over the Internet is the exact opposite of authoritarianism. Pai, who was appointed by President Trump, has said that net neutrality allows the federal government to micromanage the Internet. He says it stifles innovation. Uh, now, later, uh, now the FCC has five commissioners who will all be meeting today, and all three Republicans support repealing these rules. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Internet as we know it is about to change, and it's going to change dramatically. Net neutrality which is the standard that internet service providers, or ISPs as some know, must treat all traffic on the internet equally, was repealed today, Thursday, on party lines by the Federal Communications Commission in Washington. Chairman Ayat Pai, flanked by two Republican allies, were the majority on the commission in a three to two vote. Now, Commercial ISPs like Comcast, AT&T, Verizon will be able to block content and throttle users' internet use, prioritizing their own services at the expense of competition. It's a wide-reaching and controversial issue that some have called the biggest corporate giveaway in history. As net neutrality opponents see it, myself being one of them, these protections were essentially there to provide an open and equal access to the internet by everybody. But the plan put together by Pi, who is formerly a Verizon attorney, is a wide-ranging dismantling, not only of the safeguards that are in place that were put there by the Obama administration, but ones that were put in place all the way back to the invention, if you will, of the World Wide Web in 1989. Now, Pi maintains that the proposal in the standard of the rollback and government regulations will give the ISPs more freedom to do things like invest in infrastructure. But I think we all know where this is going. Where this is going is Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, all the major players will be affected and you will be affected in the pocketbook. You will also be affected in how you watch it. Let's say Comcast has a favorite nation deal with, let's say, Hulu. And you're watching something on Netflix using Comcast as your ISP. Well, trust me, the speed limit, the fast lane is going to go to Hulu. A slower lane is definitely going to go to Netflix. And what you're watching might get buffered, might get 
choppy, might not be as pristine as what you get on Hulu. Why? Because Comcast and Hulu have a deal. Netflix and Comcast may not. Using that simply as an example. So the way we watch and consume content is going to change drastically unless we, as consumers, follow what's going on with Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, Spectrum, all the major players in the broadband aspect of it all, and making sure that what we get is as close to fair as possible and the speeds are as close to the right speeds as possible. Be careful, be vigilant on this one, because as I say, it affects anyone who enjoys streaming video. That came down today, three to two along party lines, and again, net neutrality as we know it changed drastically today. We'll be back with more after this word from Voterheads. Okay, folks, it's time to get involved in politics, either whether you want to run for the office or perhaps you just want to stay active on issues that matter to you. Let's start on a local basis, okay? Now, you know what you need to do is go to our friends at VoterHeads.com. Can they can solve the problems you may have of trying to find out what's going on with the issues you care about? Now, VoterHeads.com helps people keep track of what's going on in their local politics. What issues are most important to you? Is it gun control? Perhaps it's school discipline? Maybe taxes. Well, VoterHeads.com users can get alerts when the issues important to them are coming up for a vote either in their local, city, or county councils. How good is that? You can find out about what your local politicians are doing in real time and let you get ahead of the issue, whether you want to support it or you're against it. You know ahead of time when it's going to be coming up. Now, best of all, you can track what's going on in your local community for free. Voterheads.com says that what they want to do is make democracy more user-friendly at every possible level, and I'm sure that you're glad somebody's doing it. If you have issues you care about and you care about what happens in your own backyard, then you've got to try Voterheads.com. That's Voterheads.com. Try it for free, and we know you're going to like it. Our deep dive into the GOP tax plan comes from our friends at the 11th Hour on MSNBC, featuring Brian Williams, Eugene Robinson of the Washington Post, and conservative talk show host Charlie Sykes. Let's hear what they have to say about the GOP tax plan. We're very, very close to a historic legislative victory, uh, the likes of which rarely has this country seen. It will be bigger than anything ever done in this country, bigger than the Reagan cuts, bigger than any cuts, and it'll also be reform. And there are also some other things in that bill that are very, very big that are somewhat unrelated, but ultimately I think it's all related. Who says this president enjoys hyperbole bigger than anything ever done in this country? Republicans are charging forward with their tax bill, hoping to have a final version on the president's desk before the holiday break, giving the GOP their first major legislative victory, or so they hope, of this year, despite several polls showing this bill's unpopularity. A Washington Post opinion piece titled, quote, On their tax bill, Republicans are making a risky, desperate gamble, points out, quote, writing 
a gigantic sweeping reform of the tax system in just a few days might enable you to pass it before opposition can coalesce and mobilize, but it also might cause just enough relatively sane senators to want to hit the pause button. Eugene and Charlie are back with us. So, Charlie, is this going to be yeah. another mess with them trying to get out of town, tossing stuff in uh, a, a, an enormous bill, some Republicans indeed slamming on the brakes and potential legislative disaster? Yeah, th this should be the easiest thing that Republicans do, but they've turned yeah. this into an absolute hot mess in terms of, of its substance with lots of uh, hidden bombs, but also just the, the, the unseemly haze jamming something through. We're not going to see until, I believe, Friday um, what's actually in this legislation, and they're looking to vote on it on Wednesday. I mean, this is going to come back and bite them in the behind uh, big time because, you know, legislate in haste and uh, repent at, at leisure. I think. Eugene, I, I know you happen to believe that um, uh, legislating uh, in haste and because they need to is always a terrible reason, but there's, there's desire to do mm -hmm. something on this front. Yeah, they want to do something on this front because they want to do something. They want to have something that they can talk to tell voters we did um, uh, to give them a reason to send them back to Washington in November. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're the obvious problem. There will be unintended consequences from this bill if it passes. Uh, it is a mess. Um, you know, for all I know, they will repeal all sorts of, of, of taxes and fees they don't mean to repeal, and they'll put new ones on that they don't want to put on, and, and it'll, it'll be a mess uh, that they'll have to, have to straighten out. But even if it all works the way they think it's going to work, um, the version tonight, um, uh, it's, a, it's bad legislation. It's bad if you're a fiscal conservative. It's, it's bad yes. if, if, you know, you want to stimulate the economy. It's, it's bad all the way around. It, it seems I, I, it's very hard to find reputable economists, either conservative yeah. ones or progressive ones, who, who think this makes sense. Um, so I, I can't think this is a good I, idea, but I understand why they want to do it. They just don't want to go home empty-handed. Uh, and I think they're worried less about bad legislation and trying to talk to voters about that than they are about President Trump and trying to talk to voters about him. Well, that brings to a close yet another edition of the Politically Incorrect podcast. And if you haven't yet subscribed, it is easy to do. It's free, first of all. And second, we give you five places to find it. You can go to iTunes, Google Play. You can go to the Blog Talk Radio. If you have the Stitcher app, we are there, and we know that Stitcher has some of the great podcasts of all different kinds of genres right there. So at Stitcher, all you have to do is type in Politically Incorrect Podcast, and poof, up it'll come. If you are one of the 125 million people, myself included, who are involved with the TuneIn app, if you've downloaded it for your phone or for your tablet, all you have to do, again, search the Politically Incorrect podcast, and it'll come up. You hit favorite, and every week you'll get a new edition of our podcast sent right to your phone or to your tablet, okay? So, look, it's easy to do to subscribe. Well, again, it's free. Go to one of those five outlets I told you about. Subscribe today. We really would appreciate it, okay? All right. Well, 
Thanks for joining us on this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. We took a deep dive into net neutrality and a look at the GOP tax plan. Thanks to our friends at CBS and MSNBC for helping us out on this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. Until next time, I'm Jim Williams, your host, saying have a wonderful and safe weekend. 